Looking good, Italian job. Feeling good, Tommy boy. How are you, my friend? I'm I'm glad now that you're back. I think with your absence, we lost tens of followers, but uh, <laughs> we'll we'll surely get them back. So welcome back to the Stuff We're Trying podcast. It is good to be back. I'll tell you what. I take I took a listen to what you and and uh, Van Winkle covered on the on the Give to Give Blood Drive and uh, encouraging men to kind of give of themselves and give abundantly and give out of their abundance. Uh, very encouraged by it. As a matter of fact, one of the guys regional in my region reached out and was like, Hey, I listened to the podcast. You're going to be at the blood drive next month. So I'm signed up. Uh, thanks encouragement from the podcast <laughs> last week that you guys did. And for the guy locally who gave me that emotional head clock, cause I was waiting until the last minute. I was going to sign up last minute as we do with F3, but yeah, uh, it, I'm locked and loaded and I'll be joining you guys uh, draining the vein. That's awesome. At the end of the day, it's not when you sign up, it's that you sign up. So yeah, ours is this weekend, T-Claps to F3 Cheddar out of Greensboro uh, for spearheading it. He's got a great location for us. We've got a guy bringing his smoker out. I think with the stuff that he pulls off of that grill grate, by the time we're done, our blood might have to be squeezed out versus just free flowing, but uh, it'll, it'll still be good. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's the, I think I mentioned it last week. It's the first way that I stepped into the third F of service uh, when I joined F3 Greensboro was a Father's Day blood drive and haven't missed one. I don't plan to. So I'm, nice. I'm excited. Well, I'm glad you're back. You went to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, I saw some great photos on the Twitter sphere. Uh, yeah. your, your comment of just simply making memories. So I hope you've made a lot of great right. memories. Made some great memories, and it ties in really well to our topic today, which is uh, talking about our M's and our families, that concentrica and that focus on where it should be. Um, I had the opportunity um, because, I mean, let's be honest, when you go on a vacation like that, you spend the whole time in the car or in the plane, however you get there, you spend it as a family. You sleep in the same hotel room as a family. You are at the parks together as a family. And while you're there, you're realizing that how many distractions do we have between work and home? But when you're plugged in and it's just you and your family, it helps you to level set and realize what's truly important. Um, and so it just dovetails well into what we're talking about today. So I'm coming with some fresh fresh ideas and uh, coming right off the, the flight and I'm ready to roll with some, some of the content, but, um, but we did have a good trip. It was a fun time. The mouse uh, got his money from me and the kids made memories. <laughs> we made memories and everybody's happy. So everybody but my bank account, but outside of that, we're about to say when you go to check your balance, you'll make the goofy noise and just be like gorsh, 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 Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That is the That's sound it. of it leaving the ATM. That's exactly right. Well, here's the deal. We're gonna put we're gonna talk a little bit about the home front this week. We've talked a lot about the past 22 episodes, what happens out in the gloom, what happens when we when we lean into the potential of impact that we have as leaders in our community. Uh, we really want to drill down into uh, leading right at home. Uh, and so we'll, we'll make a point to, to tie these into some cue points here. We've got some great analogies. I know, like you said, you have some things, but fellas, here's the deal. By the end of our conversation, our hope is this for today's episode, that you have a, a flight path towards leading right at home uh, and not just alone, uh, bringing your M along. If you want to talk F3, how to build your SLT uh, with your M and how to follow through the Q source with your children uh, as it applies. So 
uh, not a real topic or title per se, but we have three questions that we want to drill down that we want you guys to ask yourselves, ask your families. And at the end of it all, we hope you have a family mission. We hope you have a family rally cry, and we hope you have a way to live that out. Uh, call it eight block, call it mission action plan, call it what you want, but live it out. So uh, the first uh, the first question here I'll throw at you just to kind of riff on is Italian job, what makes your family unique? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think we should all ask ourselves. Um, you know, for me personally, what makes our family unique is we strive to have dinner together every single night, which is a little bit easier now that my kids are young. Let's be honest. I have a, a, a preschooler and an elementary school age child. So they, it's not like they have anywhere else to be, but you have teenagers and that can be a challenge with all the events going on with the kids uh, sporting events and after school activities and that sort of thing. But uh, that's kind of what makes my family unique is not only with our our immediate family, but we also get together on the weekends with my in-laws and have a meal together. Um, and it's pretty unique that that's the case, but everybody has something that makes their family unique. And I'm going to toss it back to you. Give me some ideas of things that make your family unique or things that you've seen from other folks that makes their family unique, something that the guys can think about. Yeah, I'll, it's kind of borrowed from yours, but, but it's also a little bit different. I grew up and my lunch was made for me every day. It was nothing fancy. You know, I took my lunch in a brown paper bag, just like everybody else or a GI Joe lunchbox. And, uh, but mom always made my lunch and, uh, it was a special occasion to buy uh, school lunch, which probably nowadays translates into me realizing my mom just wasn't up for the task that day and put, put a couple of bucks in my zips, uh, shoes pocket. Um, but that being said is when, when we have, when, when we had our kids, it's like, it's fun for me. I just, I dig it. I, we like making their lunches. We like, we have a sixth sense of humor and we always like dropping no, inappropriate notes or funny things in there to give the kids a rise or, but that's kind of one of our things is to take a moment um, and lean into each other every day. And it may just be a, a extra three second hug at the end of the night. Um, you know, little things like that have, have really reminded me of what our family is. Cause the point is this, is that, if, if, if we don't know what makes our families different from others, um, do we really have a basis for making decisions? And will we, will, will, or will we just try to do the same in order to please all people or try to fit yeah. in? You think about the pressure that we see and our kids see on social media, for example, and we're comparing, you know, our behind the scenes footage to everybody else's highlight reels. The same thing happens. Oh my gosh, I went to practice and, and apparently we're supposed to have our kids signed up for this school or be playing this many instruments or playing this many sports. And we haven't done that. We need to catch up. Um, but if that's not something that is truly important to your family, you're only doing it to, to fit in with other families versus developing what your dynamic is. And um, I'll tell you, Tommy boy, you mentioned that highlight reel and uh, everyone's got mess in the background. Every mm -hmm. Thanksgiving dinner image of the perfect meal doesn't show the dirty dishes in the kitchen. I will tell you the pictures you saw on social media from Disney. I guarantee you those were the ones that were <laughs> hand selected because there were plenty of pictures where the kids, it was hot and yeah. they were tired and the faces were not the, they were not the Disney portrait faces because we were tired. So yeah. I, the ones you saw were the highlight reel for sure. <laughs> and yeah. we made sure of that. That's what we do as society is, is show how, how things look on the, on the brightest day, on the best times. We don't, 
tend to put out there the dark days and, and the times that the struggles are real. Until it's almost too late, right? When, when yeah. somebody finally is the breaking point and they just say, I need help. I don't know how to blank. Can you help me? And, uh-huh. and those responses are infinitesimally larger than the responses, which is usually just a thumbs up to a, a picture posted of a great moment. Um, so yeah, just don't get caught up in that mess. Cause that's, that's what everybody else does. And F3 man is, is, is a new man. So um, the beauty of this is when you drill down on what makes your family unique, then we're getting into the Q point Q source points of vape, right? Visualize, articulate, persuade. Um, and I'm drawing a complete blank. Ex- exhortation. <laughs> Execute. Ex- I was about yeah, to I- say in, in act, I was like, where's in act coming from? Exhortation. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, dread. If you're listening, uh, Cobain's brother. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so you can't, you can't do any of those things if you don't know what makes you fundamentally unique. Uh, so again, what makes your family unique? And then we get into what is your family's top priority or rally cry right now? Um, and that's a great moment to pause and really think about what are we, what are we needing to focus on? Uh, we've complained about this, or this seems to hang us, seems to hang us up constantly. Um, why is that? And how do we work through it so that it doesn't become a problem again? Or if it does, we recognize it before it becomes a problem. I don't think there, and there is no one answer to this, right? You and I could philosophize all day on what that could be, but we would be wrong for every single individual who listens to this. Mm-hmm. And, and it's important to it note important. that rally cry changes based on the yep. season and, and what's going on. You know, uh, prior to going on this trip, you know, what was our rally cry? I mean, it's as simple as let's get all of our stuff together and make sure we're ready for this trip. During the trip, the realization I had was rally cry was I am distracted. I am. And when you're, when you're at Disney, you, you don't have time to be distracted because you're too busy walking from ride to ride or, or you're planning for the next day. But I didn't have my phone out where I was checking Twitter and Slack and Facebook and whatever else work emails. I did see a lot of distracted dads, uh, disengaged dads. And it's really simple to find those guys because they're either glued to the bench or glued to their phone. And uh, the kids are pulling daddy, daddy, let's go, let's go play. I want to ride. I want to do this. I want to do that. And the dad who's just, just sitting there and just, I've had, I've had enough. And I'm thinking, I don't want to be that dad, but here's a tidbit of information. We've all been that dad. And if you haven't been that dad, you will be that dad. And like you said, you have to be cognizant when you have shifted your focus away from the core the SLT of your household, your M, your children, and your focus has then turned into distractions or idleness or work or whatever that thing is, we have to have a rallying cry to say, there's an issue and how are we going to address it? And and for me, that was a realization that I am far too plugged in to things that really don't have much importance. Um, Yeah. You know, the social media aspects. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where if you can't define what is truly important, then everything becomes important and then nothing gets done. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's certainly a work acumen. um, And we'll get into that towards the end of our conversation. And we've all been there where we feel so stressed. And all it takes is a moment of clarity for somebody on the outside to say, well, let's write down the three most important things right now. And that perspective changes everything. So it, it's a, we're talking about getting mission critical, right? What is critical to the mission of our family? Uh, let's define it. Let's let's move through it. 
and repair it or fix it or, or end it and then move on to the next thing. Um, and that's a different rhythm than a lot of folks in, in our home country of America uh, are used to. We're used to everything being important and put me on the board for everything and I'll sign up. So my LinkedIn profile looks beefy, uh, but I'm not really doing anything because I'm torn while I'm on one committee meeting. I'm also looking on my phone, reading through the minutes from the last committee meeting. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's it's critical to define what's mission critical. Uh, question number three. How do you how do you or how do we as a family talk about and use the answers to these questions? So this is really getting into if you don't answer or have an answer for the first two uh, and, and address them, whether it's whatever your rhythm is, if it's daily, if it's weekly. Uh, and then also, I would say monthly. Um it needs to be, you know, constant decision making, <clears throat> not to the point where it's stressing, but to the point where you realize that you're you're growing, uh, you're developing as a family, you're further living out that original question of what is our family mission. Um, and if you don't have that regular agreed upon check in, you're not going to yield any benefits to what you're even trying to accomplish, even if you know <laughs> what that is. Yeah, yeah. You know, there are certain things that I've I, I've decided that it's important to teach my kids. And uh, you mentioned kind of a rallying cry and, and asking these questions. And some of the things I want to teach my kids, most importantly, is be kind, because there's not enough kindness in the world. Be kind. Um, tip well. Return your shopping cart. Hold a door open for a stranger. Don't drive slow in the passing lane. Uh, use your darn turn signals. Do your best. <laughs> Stand up for others. Live third. Give your time, talents, and treasures, and do the right thing. And mm -hmm. if my kids catch any of that, and I like to say um, messages are caught and not taught. I um, love that. It, it, we often think, you know, I'm going to say the things, and the, and the kids are going to listen and regurgitate the things. But really, our kids notice how we act. You mentioned it last week in the podcast on, on the blood drive, on the on give to get on, on, sorry, on the blood drive, um, free to bleed, free to bleed. The <laughs> fact that our kids will notice these things, you know, mm. that these, these guys, my dad, my dad's friends are giving of something that they'll never really see the fruits of their labor. They're never going to meet the person who gets the blood that they donated, but they're doing it because it's the right thing to do. Um, and yeah, that's, that's catching it. They're catching it from seeing mom and dad doing the right things. And that's the power also of bringing out a shorty uh, or your 2.0 to a workout uh, because they've heard, ideally, they've heard a lot of these messages come out of the mouths of their mom and dad. Um, but for whatever reason, it's when dad's friend Wojo says, hey, I saw you trying hard. Keep it what you're doing. Eventually, the push up won't be as hard. And it just clicks. Dad, I'm going to do yeah. I'm going to do 50 push ups when he gets home from the workout. You're like, I've been saying that all along, bro. <laughs> but uh, it, it does. That's a great. It's not taught. It's caught. Um, so guys might be scratching their head right now thinking, I mean, these are all well and good questions. But what's the point of this conversation? So here's the deal. Um, anybody who is doing the eight block knows that one of the most impactful uh, when it comes to our family uh, squares outside of developing that concentrica is the date night square. How are you going to date your wife, date your kids? And so here's the idea. Um, this isn't meant for you to be done solo, uh, specifically if you have a family. So the way that you do this is, is pretty straightforward, is finding time for a date night with the M. 
there, this is a no shorties allowed conversation. Doesn't mean you have to leave the house. Um, certainly don't want to go to some crazy loud spot, but find a great date night location. It could just be a ruck around the park, which would be awesome. Um, you're developing and working with your SLT in this, in this instance, and you're asking, you're, you're basically developing together rather what makes our family unique. So questions that you could ask one another, or why do we, what do we believe in as a family? What is truly important to us? Uh, what what did what do you love about me? What made you fall in love with me, uh, right? Versus the other guys that night at the event. Um, these are questions that help you drill down that what makes your relationship and therefore the family that you've created or are creating unique and special and something that needs to be fought for. Because um, again, what's the quote from Hamilton? If, if you, if you fight forever, or if you fight for nothing, then what if you, will you, if, fall you st- for? if you stand for, stand nothing, for nothing, nothing. what, what will you fall yes. for? Thank you. Don't tell my kids. I couldn't quote that. Cause that, that <laughs> that's a lot of push-ups I have to make up for, but seriously, fellas uh, schedule a date night with the M let her know what this is about. Don't spring it on her. Don't do the bonehead uh, dad move that I would do or husband move. Uh, let her know that you want to take her out, but that also you want to talk about uh, your past lives together, what you love about each other, and what makes our family special. Uh, odds are she'll be over the moon and probably thinking it's about damn time. <laughs> so my wife and I just celebrated our 13th anniversary last week or the week before Congrats. last. Thank you, brother. And uh, and I asked her where we where she wanted to go to dinner, which, you know, that can be problematic. It turns into a three day ordeal. of I don't know. What do you think? I don't know what you think. Yeah. My wife said, I'd like to go to that Mexican restaurant we used to go to when we were when we just got married, you know, an order by number Mexican restaurant. I thought mm-hmm. my wife was going to say an expensive place. She wanted to go to the taco place. And uh, and when we were young and before the kids, our date night was. We would go to the Mexican restaurant and then we'd go to like TJ Maxx and Marshall's and just walk around. So now we're 13 years older with two kids and, and, a and a bigger mortgage than we had at the time. You know, we've, <laughs> we've, things have grown, uh, all, all in things have grown, including our waistlines, uh, including the price <laughs> of tacos, by the way, those went up, it was not taco Tuesday, 50 cent taco night. It was legit expense, but it was one of those things that it was just nice to level set and go back to how things used to be. And one of the questions that my wife asked me on our date night was, how do you think you've changed since we met? Mm. And I had, I had to really think about that and, and what things have changed for the better. And my wife specifically said, F3 changed you in, mm. in the, in a better way. And, uh, mm. and guys that right there, you know, my wife says this frequently don't, we'll go for a walk and I'll say car back. She'll say, don't F3 me. Don't F3 me. But this was unprompted. My <laughs> wife said F3 changed you and made you, made you better, made you a better dad and husband. So outstanding. You guys are doing something right out there nation. You're doing great things. And and if I can have one moment of where I am a good dad, because I'm surrounded by good dads, it was well worth all the Merkins and man makers and, and burpees that, that got me to that point. Yeah, no, that's outstanding. So <clears throat> write these things down, make sure you write them down, keep record of them. Uh, if nothing else, you'll know the kind of gifts that your wife would love to receive from you from time to time, but then it's time to bring in the shorties, bring in your 2.0s, um, let them know what you've developed as your family mission. Hey kids, your mom and I have talked, we, 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 
built a conversation around some, some questions. We answer them. Uh, we want to share them with you. And then we have a question for you. And that's when you ask your, your full team, how are we going to choose to live out these things? You know, if, if this is what makes our family special, maybe it's empathy, maybe it's service above self, uh, you know, it's hard work, it's, it's physical activity, whatever is put out there between the two of you, give out to the full family and say, how are we going to live out our mission? Um, and that's a really great family. You talked about tacos, man, cover the table with tacos and have that discussion with the family. And again, write it down. If you've got a kid who wants to practice his handwriting or a kid that needs to practice his handwriting, <laughs> give him the dry erase, let him be the, the scribe for the meeting. Don't call it a meeting because then they'll, they'll check right out, but put the phones away, put them in a shoe box, put the shoe box in the closet. Uh, get pencil and paper or a dry erase and, and, and a dry erase marker and let the kids be as involved as you can to develop how we are going to live out our family's mission. Um, that's you want to talk about a family memory night and making memories with the family. That's a phenomenal way to do it. Um, Italian job you talked about earlier on, you hit on the rally cry uh, because this is something else you want to develop from this family time together. Uh, share a little bit about what the rally cry is and how it could change. Yeah. I mean, a rally cry can be something that's momentary, something that we need to focus on as a family right now for what's upcoming or it can be long-term, you know, you mentioned mm -hmm. it before a rally cry of we want our family to be the one that uh, volunteers at the local insert here, whatever that mm -hmm. is. We want we want our family to be known as the ones when someone is sick in the hospital that we bring a meal. Um, these are rally cries, um, but they could also be something as simple as junior is really struggling with his math uh, or, or your son or daughter is really struggling with body image or whatever it is. What are we going to do as a family to support whatever is going on in the family? So your rally cry can change and it should change, um, yep. but it, it you have to have a goal in mind. You have to have waypoints to get to the end point. If you just say, you know, so-and-so is really struggling right now, don't write it down, don't follow up on it. Nothing's going to happen. So those rally cries are important to write down and then check in on them and stay on top of it. And you say it, you say it quite frankly, if it's, if it's not written down, mm -hmm. then it's, it's, if it's not, if it's not worth tracking, how do you, how do you say it? TV. What's the way different ways, but yeah, if it's, if it's meaningful, it's measurable, right? There so, you go. <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, to give a real life example, when my wife decided that she wanted to go back and get her, her degree in culinary arts and food management and all these great things is she, cause you know, for a while there still is, she's working hard on her catering business. Part of that was to go back and finish up her degree. And so she signed up for all these online courses and our family's rallying cry for the time she started until the time she wrapped up school was whatever we can do to make this experience seamless for mom uh, and remove any obstacle. That's what we're going to do. So for me, you know, I took over dinner so that mom could come home. She could plug into the computer, get her classes done. Kids uh, took advantage of setting that routine for themselves. Let's get out of the way. We'll go to our rooms or we'll sit at the table, do our homework. Um, you know, whatever we could do, that was our rally cry. When she graduated, our rally cry shifted. You know, then we turned focus on a project we were working on for my little backyard business. Um, and when that was done, we, we looked at the kids. Hey, what are you working on? You know, daughter wanted to get into some elite volleyball programs. So we 
You know, I can build a plyo box and help you out with your jumping. Mom can work with you on your nutrition and bringing you out to FIA. Your brother could just tell you how much he loves you, even though he feels like that's gross. <laughs> but whatever it is, right, that's that's your rally cry. And when you, when you solve that problem, you move on. In the world of F3, you're removing obstacles or serving as a guardrail for anybody in your family who is trying to or needs your help to accelerate. Um, and then lastly, the last step I would say is building that accountability plan. Um, this is really going back to extortion, extortion. See, I did it again. I'm just going to stop saying, I'm just going to stop trying to say exhortation. This is when you extort your family down, and you can bribe them to get whatever you need. Um, exhortation. And so look, I don't want to talk too much about this because it, every family is different as we just talked about. So it might be a family wide eight block. Uh, it might be something that you might look at at first and say, well, this is a chore chart. Well, look, if the tool worked or as dread would say, <laughs> leadership isn't revolutionary. It's evolutionary. Uh, anybody who's been through a grill ruck has heard that multiple times. So yes. evolve what needs to evolve so that your family can tap in. If you need to evolve the Q source or I'm sorry, the eight block, Evolve it and make it work for you. If you need to involve the old, evolve the old chore chart, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, it's already worked once. But how will you all check in and make sure that you're living out the, the mission, that you're honoring the rally cry, working towards a solution? Um, obviously, timetables work really well with that. And then ultimately, um, going back to the repeat phase. Okay, let's check back in. What's next? What needs to change? What's worked? Um, Look, this is like driving a car, getting into and out of first gear is the hardest part. But once you get moving forward and you get moving forward together, optimally, uh, the repeat process is easy uh, or easier. And if it's not improving, then we're doing something wrong. Um, but I, I love this, this program um, or this concept rather. And truth be told, it comes from, from a book called, uh, three questions for the frantic family. Um, this was something years ago, Patrick Leone. Um, uh, I'm sure a lot of guys out there are hearing that name and thinking, oh yeah, I've read some of his books. He has a lot of business. Uh, the five dysfunctions of a team is the first introduction I had to him. And they're these fictitious, easy to read books where he makes up a problem at a pretend company. Uh, he's made a ton of, of, of cash off of these books. But the one that he gets asked about the most is his least successful commercially. And that's uh, the three questions for a, a frantic family. I'm not going to bore you because y'all are big boys and you can mm -hmm. go and look this up uh, on Amazon if you're interested. I would guide you to do a Google search for Art of Manliness, three questions frantic. Uh, and you'll find a very digestible, great for a solo ruck uh, rendition of this whole book. Um, so do your own homework there. Or what do they say now online? Do you do your own research? Um, but let's bypass that for now because we can we can just include that in the notes. And IJ, why don't you toss out the the challenge worth trying for the week? Yeah, it's real simple. Um, find the time to date your wife, guys. Mm -hmm. You remember when you were dating your wife and how you would bend over backwards to do things for her. You remember when it was not uncommon to pick up flowers or to, you were pursuing your wife. At one point you were pursuing your wife. And it seems that the longer you're together, a lot of times the, that pursuit falls off and it turns into maintenance and, mm -hmm. uh, and you're no longer growing together or accelerating you are now stagnant. So it's a simple one, guys. And I'm not saying go to the fanciest restaurant in town. I'm just saying carve out time to spend time with your wife 
on a monthly basis, once a month, at least date your wife. I'm going to share something I, I wrote about wives a long time ago. We call our wives the M because she's the most important relationship we have. That relationship is transformational. Before marriage, it was me and her. Once married, we became an us. It's no longer solely about you. You are to serve your wife. You are to pursue joy with her, even when things are tough. It's not a game. There's no scoreboard. There are no winners and losers, and no one gets a participation trophy. Society tells us that marriage is 50-50, but let me assure you that's a farce. There are times it's 80-20. There are times it's 20-80. As John Michael Montgomery once said, life's a dance. You learn as you go. Sometimes you lead. Sometimes you follow. Marriage isn't about keeping a tally who's done what. It isn't Chuck E. Cheese. You can't trade in your empty dishwasher tickets for a guy's weekend. It's not how it works. You empty the dishwasher so she doesn't have to. You set the example for your children so they know how to be a good husband one day or what to look for in a future husband. They are watching, so make your actions count. But remember, if your focus becomes more about the fitness and fellowship with your friends and less about loving your wife, your concentric is out of alignment. Keep each other accountable and pursue your wife. Let her know she matters. Don't seek relationship maintenance. Instead, keep accelerating. Don't meet in the middle. Go the distance and serve her. So the challenge we're trying, go pursue your wife. Have a date with your wife, regardless of what it, if it costs you nothing, if it's a walk in the park, just you and your wife together, like you used to do. That's the challenge we're trying this week. I dig it. Anybody who has stepped up and been free to lead in their region on an SLT, um, the same principles work and should work at home, but it takes initiative. Um, so take the initiative, invite her out, ask her the questions that matter, find out what makes your family your family, share it with the kids so they know. Just like in a concentrica, if the people on that list don't know that they're on that list, you might as well not even have them on the list. Uh, so make sure that they know that they matter that much to you and why they matter and develop that plan. Um, we're going to put a few links in, in the block again in the descriptor. If you guys have any questions, as always, we're at F3SWT on Twitter. We are at StuffWorthTrying.com. you got TommyBoy at F3Nation.com, ItalianJob at F3Nation.com. We've seen a ton of great questions coming through the Slack channels, which then turns into really great conversation. Uh, so don't hesitate. If you have a question or if you have filled a need, uh, tell us how you did it so that we can share it with the rest of the region and then with the rest of the F3 nation. Italian job. Always glad to have you back. Uh, don't ever leave me again. I was scared. Thank God. for <laughs> Thank God for Rip Van Winkle. Um, but that being said, dominate the week, Ben, and I can't wait to see you next week. It was an honor and a privilege as always, brother. I look forward to talking to you again soon. All right. Be good. Or be good at it.